Act Three of Cyrano de Bergerac. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Cyrano de Bergerac, a play in five acts by Edmond Rostand, translated by Gladys Thomas and Mary F. Gilmer. Act Three, Roxanne's Kiss. A small square in the old Marais, old houses. A perspective of little streets on the right roxanne's house and the wall of her garden overhung with thick foliage window and balcony over the door a bench in front from the bench and the stones jutting out of the wall it is easy to climb to the balcony in front of an old house in the same style of brick and stone the knocker of this door is bandaged with linen like a sore thumb at the rising of the curtain the duenna is seated on the bench the window on roxanne's balcony is wide open raganu is standing near the door in a sort of livery he has just finished relating something to the duenna and is wiping his eyes scene one raganu the duenna then roxanne cyrano and two pages and then off she went with a musketeer deserted and ruined too i would make an end of all and so hanged myself my last breath was drawn then in comes Monsieur de Bergerac. He cuts me down and begs his cousin to take me for her steward. Well, but how came it about that you were thus ruined? Oh, Lise loved the warriors, and I loved the poets. What cakes there were that Apollo chanced to leave were quickly snapped up by Mars. Thus ruin was not long a-coming. Rising and calling up to the open window. Roxanne, are you ready? They wait for us. Roxanne's voice from the window i will but put me on a cloak to raganu showing him the door opposite they wait us there opposite at clomere's house she receives them all there to-day the precieuse the poets they read a discourse on the tender passion the tender passion ay indeed calling up to the window roxanne and you come not down quickly we shall miss the discourse on the tender passion i come i come a sound of stringed instruments approaching cyrano's voice behind the scenes singing la 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 they serenade us followed by two pages with arch lutes i tell you they are demi semi quavers demi semi fool ironically you know then sir to distinguish between semi quavers and demi semi quavers is not every disciple of gassendi a musician playing and singing snatching the lute from him and going on with the phrase in proof of which i can continue la 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 appearing on the balcony what tis you going on with the air and singing to it tis i who come to serenade your lilies and pay my devoir to your roses i am coming down she leaves the balcony pointing to the pages how come these two virtuosi here tis for a wager i won of desucci we were disputing a nice point in grammar contradictions raised hotly tis so no tis so when suddenly he shows me these two long shanks whom he takes about with him as an escort and who are skilful in scratching lute strings with their skinny claws i will wager you a day's music says he and lost it thus see you till phoebus's chariot starts once again 
these loot twangers are at my heels seeing all i do hearing all i say and accompanying all with melody twas pleasant at first but the faith i begin to weary of it already to the musicians ho there go serenade montfleury for me play a dance to him the pages go toward the door to the duenna i have come as is my wont nightly to ask roxanne whether to the pages who are going out play a long time and play out of tune to the duenna whether her soul's elected is ever the same ever faultless coming out of the house ah how handsome he is how brilliant a wit and how well i love him smiling christian has so brilliant a wit brighter than even your own cousin be it so with all my heart ah methinks twere impossible that there could breathe a man on this earth skilled to say as sweetly as he all the pretty nothings that mean so much that mean all at times his mind seems far away the muse says not and then presto he speaks bewitchingly enchantingly incredulously no no fie that is ill said but lo men are ever thus because he is fair to see you would have it that he must be dull of speech he hath an eloquent tongue in telling his love in telling his love why tis not simple telling tis dissertation tis analysis how is he with the pen still better listen here reciting the more of my poor heart you take the larger grows my heart triumphantly to cyrano how like you those lines Pooh. and thus it goes on and since some target i must show for cupid's cruel dart oh if mine own you deign to keep then give me your sweetheart lord first he has too much then anon not enough how much heart does the fellow want you would vex a saint but tis your jealousy starting what mean you i your poet's jealousy hark now if this again be not tender sweet my heart to yours sounds but one cry if kisses fast could flee by letter then with your sweet lips my letters red should be if kisses could be writ with ink if kisses fast could flee smiling approvingly in spite of himself ha ah, those last lines are hmm hmm correcting himself contemptuously they are paltry enough and this enchanted then you have his letters by heart every one of them by all oaths that can be sworn tis flattering they are the lines of a master modestly come nay a master ay i say it a master good be it so the duenna coming down quickly here comes monsieur de guiche to cyrano pushing him toward the house in with you twere best he see you not it might perchance put him on the scent to cyrano i of my own dear secret he loves me and is powerful and if he knew then all were lost marry he could well deal a death-blow to my love entering the house good good de guiche appears scene two roxan de guiche the duenna standing a little way off curtsying to de guiche i was going out i come to take my leave whither go you to the war ah 
i to-night oh i am ordered away we are to besiege arras ah to besiege i my going moves you not meseems nay i am grieved to the core of the heart shall i again behold you when i know not heard you that i am named commander indifferently bravo of the guards regiment startled what the guards ay where serves your cousin the swaggering boaster i will find a way to revenge myself on him at arras choking what mean you the guards go to arras bethink you is it not my own regiment falling seated on the bench aside christian what ails you oh i am in despair the man one loves at the war surprised and delighted you say such sweet words to me tis the first time and just when i must quit you collected and fanning herself thus you would fain revenge your grudge against my cousin my fair lady is on his side nay against him do you see him often but very rarely he is ever to be met now in company with one of the cadets one new vilain villere of high stature fair-haired ay a red-headed fellow handsome tut but dull-witted one would think so to look at him changing her tone how mean you to play your revenge on cyrano perchance you think to put him in the thick of the shots nay believe me that were a poor vengeance he would love such a post better than aught else i know the way to wound his pride far more keenly what then tell if when the regiment marched to arras he were left here with his beloved boon companions the cadets to sit with crossed arms so long as the war lasted there is your method would you enrage a man of his kind cheat him of his chance of mortal danger and you punish him right fiercely coming nearer o oh, woman woman who but a woman had e'er devised so subtle a trick see you not how he will eat out his heart while his friends gnaw their thick fists for that they are deprived of the battle so are you best avenged you love me then a little she smiles i would fain seeing you thus espouse my cause roxanne believe it a proof of love tis a proof of love showing some sealed papers here are the marching orders they will be sent instantly to each company except he detaches one this one tis that of the cadets he puts it in his pocket this i keep laughing ha 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 cyrano his love of battle so you can play tricks on people you of all ladies sometimes coming close to her oh how i love you to distraction listen to-night true i ought to start but how leave you now that i feel your heart is touched hard by in the rue d'orleans is a convent founded by father athanasius the syndic of the capuchins true that no layman may enter but i can settle that with the good fathers their habit sleeves are wide enough to hide me in tis they who serve richelieu's private chapel and from respect to the uncle fear the nephew all will deem me gone i will come to you masked 
give me leave to wait till to-morrow sweet lady fanciful but if this be rumoured your glory bah but the siege eras twill take its chance grant but permission no give me leave tenderly it were my duty to forbid you ah you must go aside christian stays here aloud i would have you heroic antoine oh heavenly word you love then him for whom i trembled in an ecstasy ah i go then he kisses her hand are you content yes my friend he goes out the duenna making behind his back a mocking courtesy yes my friend to the duenna not a word of what i have done cyrano would never pardon me for stealing his fighting from him she calls toward the house cousin scene three roxa the duenna cyrano we are going to clomere's house she points to the door opposite alcandra and lissimon are to discourse putting a little finger in her ear yes but my little finger tells me we shall miss them twere a pity to miss such apes they have come to clomire's door oh see the knocker is muffled up speaking to the knocker so they have gagged that metal tongue of yours little noisy one lest it should disturb the fine orators she lifts it carefully and knocks with precaution seeing that the door opens let us enter on the threshold to cyrano if christian comes as i feel sure he will bid him wait for me quickly as she is going in listen she turns what mean you to question him on as is your wont to-night oh eagerly well say but you will be mute mute as a fish i shall not question him at all but say give rein to your fancy prepare not your speeches but speak the thoughts as they come speak to me of love and speak splendidly smiling very good but secret secret not a word she enters and shuts the door when the door is shut bowing to her a thousand thanks the door opens again and roxa puts her head out lest he prepare himself the devil no no secret, secret. the door shuts calling christian scene four cyrano christian i know all that is needful here's occasion for you to deck yourself with glory come lose no time put away those sulky looks come to your house with me i'll teach you no why i will wait for roxanne here how crazy come quick with me and learn no no i say i am aweary of these borrowed letters borrowed love-makings thus to act a part and tremble all the time twas well enough at the beginning now i know she loves i fear no longer i will speak myself mercy and how know you i cannot speak i am not such a fool when all is said i've by your lessons profited you'll see i shall know how to speak alone the devil i know at least to clasp her in my arms seeing roxa come out from clamire's house it is she serrano no leave me not bowing speak for yourself my friend and take your chance he disappears behind the garden wall scene five christian roxa the duenna coming out of clamire's house with a company of friends whom she leaves bows and good-byes bartonoid alcandra gremione bitterly disappointed 
we've missed the speech upon the tender passion goes into roxanne's house still bobbing arima don't adieu all bow to roxanne and to each other and then separate going up different streets roxanne suddenly seeing christian you she goes to him evening falls let's sit speak on i listen sits by her on the bench a silence oh i love you shutting her eyes ay speak to me of love i love thee that's the theme but vary it i vary it i love you so oh without doubt and then and then i should be oh so glad so glad if you would love me roxanne tell me so with a little grimace i hoped for cream you give me gruel say how love possesses you oh utterly come come and not those tangled sentiments your throat i'd kiss it christina i love thee half rising again eagerly detaining her no no i love thee not reseating herself tis well but i adore thee rising and going further off oh i am grown stupid and that displeases me almost as much as twould displease me if you grew ill-favoured but rally your poor eloquence that's flown ay yes you love me that i know adieu she goes toward her house oh go not yet i tell you opening the door you adore me i've heard it very oft no go away but i would fain she shuts the door in his face cyrano who has re-entered unseen if faith it is successful scene six christian cyrano two pages come to my aid not i but i shall die unless at once i win back her fair favour and how can i at once in the devil's name lessen you in seizing his arm oh she is there the window of the balcony is now lighted up her window oh i shall die speak lower i shall die the night is dark well all can be repaired although you merit not stand there poor wretch fronting the balcony i'll go beneath and prompt your words to you but hold your tongue first page second page reappearing at back to cyrano oh hush he signs to them to speak softly in a low voice we played the serenade you bade to montfleury go lurk in ambush there one at this street corner and one at that and if a passer-by should here intrude play you a tune what tune sir gassendist gay if a woman comes for a man sad the pages disappear one at each street corner to christian call her roxanne picking up stones and throwing them at the window some pebbles wait a while half opening the casement who calls me i who's that christian oh you i would speak with you under the balcony to christian good speak soft and low no you speak stupidly oh pity me no you love me no more prompted by cyrano you say great heaven i love no more when i love more and more roxa who was about to shut the casement pausing hold tis a trifle better ay a trifle simply love grew apace rocked by the anxious beating of this poor heart which the cruel wanton boy took for a cradle 
coming out on to the balcony that is better but and if you deem that cupid be so cruel you should have stifled baby love in his cradle same play ah madam i essayed but all in vain this newborn babe is a young hercules still better same play thus he strangled in my heart the serpents twain of pride and doubts leaning over the balcony well said but why so faltering has mental palsy seized on your faculty imaginative drawing christian under the balcony and slipping into his place give place this wax is critical to-day your words are hesitating imitating christian in a whisper night has come in the dusk they grope their way to find your ear but my words find no such impediment they find their way at once small wonder that for tis within my heart they find their home bethink how large my heart how small your ear and from fair heights descending words fall fast but mine must mount madam and that takes time meseems that your last words have learned to climb with practice such gymnastic grows less hard in truth i seem to speak from distant heights true far above at such a height twere death if a hard word from you fell on my heart moving i will come down no showing him the bench under the balcony mount then on the bench starting back alarmed no how you will not more and more moved stay awhile tis sweet the rare occasion when our hearts can speak ourselves unseen unseeing why unseen ay it is sweet half hidden half revealed you see the dark folds of my shrouding cloak and i the glimmering whiteness of your dress i but a shadow you a radiance fair know you what such a moment holds for me if ever i were eloquent you were yet never till to-night my speech has sprung straight from my heart as now it springs why not till now i spoke haphazard what your eyes have beams that turn men dizzy but to-night methinks i shall find speech for the first time tis true your voice rings with a tone that's new coming nearer ay a new tone in the tender sheltering dusk i dare to be myself for once at last he stops falters what say i i know not oh pardon me it thrills me tis so sweet so novel how so novel off his balance trying to find the thread of his sentence ay to be at last sincere till now my chilled heart fearing to be mocked mocked and for what for its mad beating ay my heart has clothed itself with witty words to shroud itself from curious eyes impelled at times to aim at a star i stay my hand and fearing ridicule cull a wild flower a wild flower sweet ay but to-night the star oh never have you spoken thus before if leaving cupid's arrows quivers torches we turn to seek for sweeter fresher things instead of sipping in a pygmy glass dull fashionable waters did we try 
how the soul slakes its thirst in fearless drought by drinking from the river's flooding brim but wit if i have used it to arrest you at the first starting now twould be an outrage an insult to the perfumed night to nature to speak fine words that garnish vain love letters look up but at her stars the quiet heaven will ease our hearts of all things artificial i fear lest midst the alchemy we're skilled in the truth of sentiment dissolve and vanish the soul exhausted by these empty pastimes the gain of fine things be the loss of all things but wit i say in love tis crime tis hateful turning frank loving into subtle fencing at last the moment comes inevitable oh woe for those who never know that moment when feeling love exists in us ennobling each well-weighed word is futile and soul-saddening well if that moment's come for us suppose it what words would serve you all 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 whatever that came to me e'en as they came i'd fling them in a wild cluster not a careful bouquet i love thee i'm mad i love i stifle thy name is in my heart as in a sheep bell and as i ever tremble thinking of thee ever the bell shakes ever thy name ringeth all things of thine i mind for i love all things i know that last year on the twelfth of may month to walk abroad one day you changed your hair plates i am so used to take your hair for daylight that like as when the eye stares on the sun's disk one sees long after a red blot on all things so when i quit thy beams my dazzled vision sees upon all things a blonde stain imprinted why this is love indeed ay true the feeling which fills me terrible and jealous truly love which is ever sad amid its transports love and yet strangely not a selfish passion i for your joy would gladly lay mine own down e'en though you never were to know it never if but at times i might far off and lonely hear some gay echo of the joy i bought you each glance of thine awakes in me a virtue a novel unknown valor dost begin sweet to understand so late dost understand me feel'st thou my soul here through the darkness mounting too fair the night too fair too fair the moment that i should speak thus and that you should hearken too fair in moments when my hopes rose proudest i never hoped such guerdon naught is left me but to die now have words of mine the power to make you tremble throned there in the branches i like a leaf among the leaves you tremble you tremble for i feel and if you will it or will it not your hands beloved trembling thrill through the branches down your sprays of jasmine he kisses passionately one of the hanging tendrils 
I, I am trembling, weeping. I am thine. Thou hast conquered all of me. Then let death come. Tis I, tis I myself who conquered thee. One thing, but one, I dare to ask. Under the balcony. A kiss. Drawing back. What? Oh. You ask. I. To Christian, whispering. Fool, you go too quick. Since she is thus moved, I will profit by it. To Roxa. My words sprang thoughtlessly, but now I see shame on me. I was too presumptuous. A little chilled. How quickly you withdraw. Yes, I withdraw without withdrawing. Hurt I modesty? If so, the kiss I asked, oh, grant it not. To Cyrano, pulling him by his cloak. Why? Silence, Christian. Hush. Leaning over. What whisper you? I chid myself for my two bold advances. Said, silence, Christian. The lutes begin to play. Hark, wait a while. Steps come. Roxanne shuts the window. Cyrano listens to the lutes, one of which plays a merry, the other a melancholy tune. Why, they play sad, then gay, then sad. What? Neither man nor woman? Oh, a monk. Enter a capuchin friar with a lantern. He goes from house to house, looking at every door. Scene 7 Cyrano, Christian, a capuchin friar, to the friar. What do you, playing at Diogenes? I seek the house of uh, Madame... Oh, plague take him. Madeline Robin. What would he? Pointing to a street at the back. This way, straight on. I thank you, and in your intention will tell my rosary to its last bead. He goes out. Good luck. My blessings rest upon your cowl. He goes back to Christian. Scene 8. Cyrano, Christian. Oh, win for me that kiss. No. Soon or late. Tis true. The moment of intoxication, of madness, when your mouths are sure to meet, thanks to your fair moustache and her rose lips. To himself. I'd fainer it should come thanks to. A sound of shutters reopening. Christian goes in again under the balcony. Scene 9. Cyrano, Christian, Roxanne. Coming out on the balcony. Still there. We spoke of a... A kiss. The word is sweet. I see not why your lip should shrink from it. If the word burns it, what would the kiss do? Oh, let it not your bashfulness affright. Have you not all this time insensibly left badinage aside and unalarmed glided from smile to sigh from sigh to weeping glide gently imperceptibly still onward from tear to kiss a moment's thrill a heartbeat hush hush a kiss when all is said what is it an oath that's ratified a sealed promise, a heart's avowal claiming confirmation, a rose dot on the eye of adoration, a secret that to mouth, not ear, is whispered, 
rush of a bee's wing that makes time eternal communion perfumed like the spring's wild flowers the hearts relieving and the hearts outbreathing when to the lips the soul's flood rises brimming hush hush a kiss madame is honourable the queen of france to a most favoured lord did grant a kiss the queen herself what then speaking more warmly buckingham suffered dumbly so have i adored his queen as loyally as i was sad but faithful so am i and you are fair as buckingham aside suddenly cooled true i forgot must i then bid thee mount to call this flower pushing christian toward the balcony mount this heart breathing mount this brush of bees wing mount hesitating but i feel now as though twere ill done this moment infinite still pushing him come blockhead mount christian springs forward and by means of the bench the branches and the pillars climbs to the balcony and strides over it ah roxanne he takes her in his arms and bends over her lips i strange pain that wrings my heart the kiss love's feast so near i lazarus lie at the gate in darkness yet to me falls still a crumb or two from the rich man's board ay tis my heart receives thee roxanne mine for on the lips you press you kiss as well the words i spoke just now my words my words the lutes play a sad air a gay air the monk he begins to run as if he came from a long way off and cries out hola who is it i i was but passing by is christian there astonished serrano good day cousin cousin good day i'm coming she disappears into the house at the back re-enter the friar seeing him back again he follows roxan scene ten serrano christian roxan the friar raganu tis here i'm sure of it madame madeline robine why you said Roland. no not i b i n bean roxan appearing on the threshold followed by ragnu who carries a lantern and christian what is a letter what to roxan oh it can boot but a holy business tis from a worthy lord to christian de guiche he dares oh he will not importune me forever unsealing the letter i love you therefore she reads in a low voice by the aid of ragnus lantern lady the drums beat my regiment buckles its harness on and starts but i they deem me gone before but i stay i have dared to disobey your mandate i'm here in convent walls i come to you to-night by this poor monk a simple fool who knows not what he bears i send this missive to apprise your ear your lips erewhile have smiled on me too sweet 
I go not ere I've seen them once again. I would be private, send each soul away, receive alone him, whose great boldness you have deigned, I hope to pardon ere he asks. He who is ever your, etc. To the monk. Father, this is the matter of the letter. All come near her, and she reads aloud. Lady, the cardinal's wish is law, albeit it be to you unwelcome. For this cause I send these lines, to your fair ear addressed, by a holy man, discreet, intelligent. It is our will that you receive from him in your own house the marriage— She turns the page. Benediction. Straightway this night. Unknown to all the world, Christian becomes your husband. Him we send. He is abhorrent to your choice. Let be. Resign yourself, and this obedience will be, by heaven, well recompensed. Receive, fair lady, all assurance of respect from him who ever was and still remains. Your humble and obliged, etc. With great delight. O oh, worthy lord, I knew naught was to fear. It could be but holy business. To Christian, in a low voice. Am I not apt at reading letters? Hum. Aloud, with despair. But this is horrible. The friar, who has turned his lantern on Serrano. Tis you? Tis I. Turning the light on to him, and as if a doubt struck him on seeing his beauty. But quickly. I have overlooked the postscript. See, give twenty pistoles for the convent. Oh, most worthy lord. To Roxan. Submit you? With a marvellous look. I submit. While Ragnu opens the door, and Christian invites the friar to enter, she whispers to Cyrano, Oh, keep De Guiche at bay. He will be here. Let him not enter till— I understand. To the friar. What time need you to tie the marriage knot? A quarter of an hour. Pushing them all toward the house. Go. I stay. To Christian. Come. They enter. Now. How to detain De Guiche so long? He jumps on the bench, climbs to the balcony by the wall. Come, up I go, I have my plan. The lutes begin to play a very sad air. What? Ho! Oh. The tremolo grows more and more weird. It is a man, I, tis a man this time. He is on the balcony, pulls his hat over his eyes, takes off his sword, wraps himself in his cloak, then leans over. Tis not too high. He strides across the balcony, and, drawing to him a long branch of one of the trees that are by the garden wall, he hangs on to it with both hands, ready to let himself fall. I'll shake this atmosphere. Scene 11. Cyrano, de Guiche, who enters masked, feeling his way in the dark. What can that cursed friar be about? The devil! If he knows my voice! Letting go with one hand, he pretends to turn on an invisible key. Solemnly. Rick crack assume thou cyrano to serve the turn the accent of thy native bejerac looking at the house tis there i see dim this mask hinders me he is about to enter when cyrano leaps from the balcony holding on to the branch which bends dropping him between the door and de guiche he pretends to fall heavily as from a great height and lies flat on the ground motionless as if stunned de guiche starts back what's this when he looks up, the branch has sprung back into its place. He sees only the sky, and is lost in amazement. Where fell that man from? Sitting up, and speaking with a Gascon accent. From the moon. From? 
in a dreamy voice what o'clock he's lost his mind for sure what hour what country is this what month what day but i am stupefied sir like a bomb i fell from the moon impatiently come now rising in a terrible voice i say the moon recoiling good good let it be so he's raving mad walking up to him i say from the moon i mean no metaphor but Whilst a hundred years a minute since i cannot guess what time that fall embraced that i was in that saffron colored ball shrugging his shoulders good let me pass intercepting him where am i tell the truth fear not to tell or spare me not where where have i fallen like a shooting star morbleu the fall was lightning quick no time to choose where i should fall i know not where it be oh tell me is it on a moon or earth that my posterior weight has landed me i tell you sir with a screech of terror which makes de guiche start back no can it be i'm on a planet where men have black faces putting a hand to his face what feigning great alarm am i in africa a native you who has remembered his mask this mask of mine pretending to be reassured in venice ah or rome trying to pass a lady waits quiet reassured oh ho i am in paris smiling in spite of himself the fool is comical you laugh i laugh but would get by beaming with joy i have shot back to paris quite at ease laughing dusting himself bowing come pardon me by the last water-spout covered with ether accident of travel my eyes still full of stardust and my spurs encumbered by the planet's filaments picking something off his sleeve ha on my doublet ah a comet's hair he puffs as if to blow it away beside himself sir just as he is about to pass holds out his leg as if to show him something and stops him in my leg the calf there is a tooth of the great bear and passing neptune close i would avoid his trident's point and fell thus sitting plump right in the scales my weight is marked still registered up there in heaven hurriedly preventing de guiche from passing and detaining him by the button of his doublet i swear to you if you squeezed my nose it would spout milk milk from the milky way oh go to hell crossing his arms i fall sir out of heaven now would you credit it that as i fell i saw that sirius wears a nightcap true confidentially the other bear is still too small to bite laughing i went through the lira but i snapped a cord grandiloquent i mean to write the whole thing in a book the small gold stars that wrapped up in my cloak i carried safe away at no small risks will serve for asterisks in the printed page come make an end i want oh ho you are sly sir you would worm all out of me the way the moon is made as if men breathe and live in its rotund cucurbita 
angrily. No, no, I want. Aha! To know how I got up? Hark, it was by a method all my own. Theoried. He's mad. Contemptuously. No, not for me the stupid eagle of Regiomontanus, nor the timid pigeon of Architus. Neither of those. Ay, tis a fool, but tis a learned fool. No imitator I of other men. Digich has succeeded in getting by and goes toward Roxanne's door. Cyrano follows him, ready to stop him by force. Six novel methods all this brain invented. Turning round. Six? Volubly. First, with body naked as your hand, festooned about with crystal flacons, full of the tears the early morning dew distills, my body to the sun's fierce rays exposed, to let it suck me up as to sucks the dew. Surprised, making one step towards Serrano. Ah, that makes one. Stepping back and enticing him further away. And then the second way, to generate wind for my impetus, to rarefy air in a cedar case by mirrors placed icosahedron-wise. Making another step. Two. Still stepping backward. Or, or I have some mechanic skill to make a grasshopper with springs of steel and launch myself by quick succeeding fires saltpetre fed to the star's pastures blue unconsciously following him and counting on his fingers three or since fumes have property to mount to charge a globe with fumes sufficiently to carry me aloft same play more and more astonished well that makes four or smear myself with marrow from a bull since at the lowest point of zodiac phoebus well loves to suck that marrow up amazed five cyrano who while speaking had drawn him to the other side of the squire near a bench sitting on an iron platform thence to throw a magnet in the air this is a method well conceived the magnet flown infallibly the iron will pursue then quick relaunch your magnet and you thus can mount and mount unmeasured distances here are six excellent expedients which of the six chose you why none a seventh astonishing what was it i'll recount this wild eccentric becomes interesting making a noise like the waves with weird gestures who well you have guessed not i the tide in the witching hour when the moon woos the wave i laid me fresh from a sea bath on the shore and failing not to put head foremost for the hair holds the sea-water in its mesh i rose in air straight straight like angels flight and mounted mounted gently effortless when lo a sudden shock then overcome by curiosity sitting down on the bench then oh then suddenly returning to his natural voice the quarter's gone i'll hinder you no more the marriage vows are made springing up what 
am i mad that voice the house door opens lackeys appear carrying lighted candelabra light cyrano gracefully uncovers that nose cyrano bowing cyrano while we were chatting they have plighted troth who he turns round tableau behind the lackeys appear roxa and christian holding each other by the hand the friar follows them smiling ragano also holds a candlestick the duenna closes the rear bewildered having made a hasty toilet heavens scene twelve the same roxa christian the friar ragano lackeys the duenna to roxa you recognizing christian in amazement he bowing with admiration to roxa cunningly contrived to cyrano my compliments sir apparatus maker your story would arrest at peter's gate saints eager for their paradise note well the details faith they'd make a stirring book bowing i shall not fail to follow your advice the friar showing with satisfaction the two lovers to de guiche a handsome couple son made one by you with a freezing look ay roxa bid your bridegroom madame fond farewell why so to christian even now the regiment departs join it it goes to battle without doubt but the cadets go not oh ay they go drawing out the paper he had put in his pocket here is the order to christian baron bear it quick throwing herself in christian's arms christian sneeringly to cyrano the wedding night is far methinks aside he thinks to give me pain of death by this to roxon oh once again your lips come come enough still kissing roxon tis hard to leave her you know not trying to draw him away i know sound of drums beating a march in the distance the regiment starts to cyrano holding back christian whom cyrano is drawing away oh i trust him you promise me that no risks shall put his life in danger i will try my best but promise that i cannot but swear he shall be prudent again i'll do my best but in the siege let him not suffer all that man can do i that he shall be faithful doubtless but that he will write oft pausing that i promise you curtain end of act 3